Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome to this training. What we're going to talk about is 12 lessons of 2023 that I learned that I want to share with you that I pretty much learned through hindsight. So the thing here is this is not going to be any tactical trainings on how to build your business. If you guys want trainings like that, just check out my YouTube channel. We upload weekly on nitty gritty tactics, strategies on how to build your business, how to gain clients and how to make more money as a fitness coach. Now, this is going to be more so life lessons, things that I learned by behind the scenes that I've actually never shared before. Because the truth is 2023 was actually a very hard year for me. You know, from the outside, if you follow me on Instagram, you know, you see a lot of the glitz and glamour. I got watches, I got my fucking Corvette, I'm traveling the world. But there was many things going on behind the scenes that actually made this year very, very hard. And I learned very hard lessons that I'm gonna carry with me into 2024. So these are just 12 of those lessons, one for every month of the year that I wanna share with you that I learned the hard way to hopefully prevent you from making the same mistakes that I did. So let's go ahead and dive into the training. All right, 12 lessons of 2023. I thought it was appropriate to give 12 lessons since there's 12 months of the year. Now, like I mentioned, guys, most of these lessons are going to be lessons that I've never shared before. They're going to be things that I'm opening up about my life personally. So take it with a grain of salt. I definitely know that this lesson will be applicable to your guys's lives at some point. And it can honestly give you some hindsight as to what the next steps of your journey are going to be because I'm no longer a rookie in the space. I've been in the space for, you know, five years with this business specifically. And so it just goes to show that like, no matter how far into the game you get, you are still going to get hit with challenges, you're still going to get hit with lessons. And so let's go ahead and dive into the first one. So money comes quick and goes quick. Now, the lesson that I learned here was, you know, from the ages of 18 years old to about 25 years old, I had the number one goal of becoming a millionaire. I wanted to make money. I wanted to invest money and I wanted to get myself set up financially. What happened was, let's say the first six years of that journey, I was dead broke. Uh, I was working as a busser. I was getting my business off the ground. And, you know, by the time I was 23, 24, I was starting to make some money, but I wasn't balling by any means. I was making 10, 15 grand a month, just starting to build my nest egg, just starting to kind of, you know, save some money up and feel comfortable. But what happened was when I turned 25, the year 2022, my business kind of blew up in a way, in a way that was much faster than I anticipated. I ended up making a lot of money that year. I was able to save a lot of money and I was able to get my nest egg from six figures to seven figures within the course of a year. And if that money came slower, I probably would have been a little bit smarter with, you know, saving that money. But I wasn't, the thing was, I wasn't used to investing that much money. And so what happened was when I was 23, 22, 24, you know, I was used to investing anywhere between three to five grand a month. But all, all of a sudden I was making, you know, 50, 60, $70,000 a month. And I was like, I don't really feel comfortable putting in 10, 20, $30,000 a month into an investment. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay with, you know, the three to five K a month investing, and I'm going to hold on to a lot of cash. What ended up happening was my bank account went from really lean to really fat. And when I had that cash sitting in there, I started making decisions that I normally wouldn't have made had I stayed lean. And so, you know, I thought about my brain started going from how do I make and invest more money to what should I spend this money on? And I don't regret any of the things that I purchased this year. You know, I got a couple watches. I got, you know, my Corvette. I traveled. Those are all things that I actually really wanted. And so I don't regret any of those things. But what I realized was that money will go just as quickly as it comes. And so if you're not careful, you need to stay lean, essentially. So going into 2024, my goal is to invest more and keep my bank account lean. I want to be running on E 
to the point to where I feel almost a little bit uncomfortable by how little I have in my bank account. So that keeps me hungry for working for more. And I get to maximize my savings without feeling comfortable and wanting to spend a large nest egg. And so the lesson here, money comes quick and goes quick means that you can make a lot of money really quickly, but you could also spend a lot of money very quickly if you're not careful. And that's something that I did this well. So this year we're going to be rebuilding kind of not from scratch, but like we're going to be rebuilding a lot of my financial goals just to make sure that I am following a diligent saving and investing protocol and that I can maximize the amount of investments that I make this year. The second thing is don't bank on future earnings. So what happened was our monthly revenue was going up and up and up and up and up every single month for like a year and a half straight. And so I got a little bit confident in making decisions for the business and also just making personal life expenses too, thinking that, oh, next month we're just going to get it back or, you know, I'll be able to make this back in six months. Right. And so when we're making, you know, $50,000 a month, I was able to keep my expenses super, super low. But when we started making, you know, $200,000 a month, my expenses started getting higher. I started getting a little bit more previously in, in people I'm hiring that I didn't, didn't need to hire, uh, investing in programs and, you know, strategies that I really didn't need at the time. And what that did is it, it brought my expenses up to the point to where I had to make a lot of money in order for myself to cover my books. And it put me in a really stressful situation. And I started making decisions based on how much money I predicted I was going to make in the future. And that was wrong. You know, if I was looking, for example, I made a $65,000 investment into a mentorship program, which before I would have waited to save up that money to know that I had it and then invested with it. But this year I was like, you know, we're doing really well. We'll be able to make this. Let's put it on a credit card and be able to pay it off in the future. And then we hit a couple hard months and it put me in a really stressful situation. And what I learned is that you shouldn't make decisions based on how much you think you're going to make in the future. Make your decisions based on your resources right now. And if you don't have those resources right now, wait until you're in a position to where it makes sense right now at the moment. The next thing is that business does not always go up. You will have down seasons from the years 2020 to 2022. Our business and our revenue was going up and up and up and up and up. And every single month was a record month for, you know, 24 months. And 2023 was the first year where our revenue didn't grow because we actually ended up hitting some ceilings that were in place from the years before. We just had never hit that ceiling before. And so this year we finally hit those ceilings and we had to restructure a lot of things in our business in order for us to break through those ceilings. But if you're always under the anticipation that business is going to go up and up and up and up and you're making decisions based on the belief that business is always going to go up and up and up, you're going to run into a situation to where you will hit a wall and all of those decisions will, will catch up to you. And that's exactly what happened happened to me this year. For example, like I mentioned, I, I mentioned a $65,000 investment. I was thinking, you know, we'll, we'll make more, we'll make it back. Uh, but then we hit a couple hard months, right? Months where our revenue wasn't as high as we needed it to be. And I actually had to dip into my own savings in order for us to, you know, cover the expenses that we had for the month. And that put me in a very vulnerable situation that I actually never want to be in again. It, it is the worst feeling ever. Like imagine that you work 24 hours a day, 31 days of the month, you give everything into your business and you don't make a single dollar, right? This was the first year where I had months where I wasn't profitable. Now, granted for the year, we ended up around 2 million and we did profit over the course of the year. But for me, I'm not trying to profit over the course of the year. I'm trying to profit every single month. And so it really, really hit my ego hard when I realized that, oh, business just doesn't go up all the time. You're going to have seasons where, you know, you're going to have hot streaks where things are growing, but you're also going to have seasons where things don't grow and you need to be able to, you know, adjust your plan, which I'll talk about later in this lesson in order for you to continue continue growing. Now, the next thing is pay attention to where your money is going. A lot of the lessons I learned this year was about finances, expenses, and things like that. They say, you know, when you start making more money, you'll start upgrading your lifestyle, start upgrading 
all these things. And um, that's exactly what happened to me. Not in a bad way to where like we're super compromised, but in a way where I definitely noticed like, oh shit, I'm actually getting a little bit out of character here. And so just pay attention to where your money's going. Give yourself a monthly budget. Something I didn't do before this year was give myself a monthly budget. It was just spend where I needed to, when I needed to, and whatever that dollar amount was, I'd pay myself back at the end of the month with the business. And this year I really sat down and think, okay, what are my actual expenses that I need in order for me to live? And let me give myself just enough to cover those expenses and make sure that I'm not spending outside of what I need. And so this year I gave myself a budget. I started paying attention to where my money was going. And when I started making those decisions, the bank account started going up which is good. The fifth lesson here is choose your number one most important goal of the year. Starting in 2023, I had like 10 different things that I wanted to do. I wanted to build, you know, $3 million net worth. I wanted to travel to the Philippines. I want to travel to Colombia. I wanted to, you know, hit a 300K month. I wanted to do, you know, all these different things. I wanted to buy a Corvette. I wanted to buy, you know, watch. I wanted to, there's just so many things that I wanted to do. But what ended up happening was a lot of the goals that I had to upgrade my lifestyle um, took away from my goals to build my net worth, right? And a lot of the goals that I had to travel took away from my goal to build my business. And so I prioritized the wrong things this year. Well, no, I'm not going to say I prioritized the wrong things. Those were all things that I was ready to prioritize because I had sacrificed so much time to build my business and get to where I was that I wanted to take a year to where I can really enjoy it. But the learning lesson was is that I couldn't do it all. I could, you know, take the time to enjoy my money and enjoy my time. But at the same time, I wasn't going to make progress on my financial goals. And I also wasn't going to make progress on my business goals as well. So be very, very intentional with what's your number one most important important goal and go all in on that one goal. Now for 2024, what I'm doing is I'm going all in on my business and all in on my finances. So everything is getting cut. Uh, I'm going to be saving and maximizing as, as much as I possibly can. And I'm really only going to choose a select few trips that provide a positive ROI for my business. So the first trip I'm going to do is a invite only mastermind in Banff, Canada. The only reason why I'm going there is because I know that I'm going to be able to build connections and learn at that mastermind that will provide a positive of ROI from a business. The second trip I have planned is in June, and that's going to be, you know, going to a mastermind in Cabo again, because I know that that trip is going to allow me to grow my business. And the third trip I have planned is a personal trip. I want to go to Europe. That's been a bucket list item of mine for quite some time, but I only have three trips and I have declined many, many, many trips already for the year of 2024. Whereas last year I was going on a trip every single month. I was like, Oh, I got nothing to do this week. Like, let me just go on a trip where this year I'm going to really make sure that I'm productive with my time. And and maximize everything that I'm doing on the weekends and to get into flow state so I can grow my business. If you do not quit, you will always find a way. So the thing is, is you are going to have, you know, hard moments in business. You're going to have moments that really challenge you. You're going to have moments where you don't know what's going on. Like you don't have the answer. But the lesson here is that as long as you don't quit, you will always find a way. And the thing is, is that the hard months in business don't last forever. I feel like we finally made it out and we're back on the way up. But as long as you don't quit, you will find a way to reach your goals. It's a guarantee. The problem is so many people hit by challenges and they end up quitting. So you have to keep going no matter how hard it gets. You just got to stick with it. And if you think about the situations that you're in, and if you don't have the answer right then and there, sit on that question for quite some time. And if you continue asking yourself what the solution is, you will 
find the solution eventually. It's not like going to happen overnight, but like you just can't quit. And if you stick with it long enough, you're going to find a way through those challenges. Now, the next thing is that business growth is, is made by making small improvements month over month, right? If I think about the growth of my business, I obviously I want to grow as much as possible. But if I think about the growth of my business over the course of 12 months, it's actually made a significant improvement in all of the systems, the team, the hiring, the culture that we have built. Even though the revenue hasn't showed a huge increase, we've made small decisions over the course of 2023 that allowed us to be in a situation to where we can grow a lot in 2024. And so just know that every single month that passes, you're not going to see huge, dramatic, massive growth changes. But if you continue making small changes every single month, your business will compound and grow year over year over year. So don't compare the months, compare the years. And when I look back to 2023 compared to where I am in 2024, dude, our business looks totally different. Our business, you know, is more streamlined. It's more structured. We have better systems. We got better processes. We got better teammates and everyone has just improve their skill set dramatically. And so shoot for small improvements month over month. Now, your hardest moments will define you. So this year is probably the year where I've faced my hardest moments of my life. You know, if I go back to October specifically, you know, October, we were facing defaults on loans, which meant that we were looking at, you know, 25 to $30,000 in clawbacks, which meant $30,000 is going to be taken my, out of my bank account because clients defaulted on the loans. I lost my Instagram, Facebook ads went down. So we didn't have any lead gen. And for the first first two weeks of the month, we had $0 in revenue. And so we were looking at about, you know, and also too, uh, we had our PTBI retreat that weekend. So I was spending money, making sure everyone was happy and taken care of. And so on October 16th, we were looking at anywhere between, you know, 50 to a hundred thousand dollars in expenses. And I had a choice. I could either lower the ad spend, cut some team members and guarantee that we weren't going to reach our goal, but minimize the amount of damage that we were going to take. Or I can keep the ad spend on, make sure everybody has opportunities opportunity and just risk the fact that we will be able to make it. And within the last two weeks of the month, we closed over $150,000 in new sales. But I tell you those first two weeks, I was stressed, like truly stressed. My barber said I had gray hair. I was waking up in the middle of the night, you know, from nightmares. I'm not even kidding that couch right there. I would sit down in front of that couch, close my eyes and meditate, meditate myself getting out of the situation because it was, it was that stressful. I had to cancel calls because I, I couldn't focus and it, I was just too stressed out to uh, be able to function properly. And so that was like a really, really hard time for me. And not only that, you know, my fiance's account, Instagram account got taken down at the same time. And so here we were both with online businesses with zero online presence. And we had no way of, you know, making an income. And it was really, really stressful. But I was able to unite the team and the team came together and really crushed it the last two weeks of the month. And, you know, we got out by a freaking hair. But those moments will show you your true colors. Those moments, how you react and how you, you know, engage with those moments is going to define who you are as a leader? Are you going to back down and run away? Because I definitely had that option. You know, I could have went back to move to my parents' house, got a job, laid low for a little bit, or if I can move to Bali, start some online business without my face or name on it. Or I can step up and potentially face public failure. And, uh, you know, for me, that would have been humiliating, but that was a choice I was dealt. And I chose to continue down the path, to trust the path and move forward with my team and, and just, you know, hope and pray that it worked out and it did. And I look back on that moment and think like that, that was a true moment of leadership that I showed myself, which builds my own confidence in my ability to lead. The next thing is this too shall pass. So this is something that I've been recommending to my brother because he's just recently going through a breakup and he was, you know, texting me like he's having all these thoughts and he's having a hard time. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, I tell him, I'm like, dude, this will pass. Like you will get over it. Time will heal. And it's important to remember 
remember that when you are in the green and you're having really good months, just remember like it won't last forever and you will have hard months. And so enjoy the process when you're up, but also make sure that you're planning for when things get hairy. And if you're going through a hard time, also remember that this too shall pass. So like, I feel like going into 2024, a lot of that weight has been lifted from my shoulders. I feel very positive going into 2024. I feel ready to attack and grow. But towards the end of mid to end of 2023, I was really, really scared. And so you just got to remember in those moments, like this too shall pass, like you'll get through it. Like everything comes and goes, the goods come, the goods go, the bads come, the bads go. Um, and if you want to be someone who capitalizes on the good, then you can't complain when the bad comes around. I was in no position to complain or uh, try to get pity from my friends or pity from you know my audience because I was also the same person that was capitalizing on opportunity when things were good. And so like the good comes with the bad. You just got to make sure you take the punches to the chin and keep rolling and keep on your plan and use it as an opportunity to demonstrate your leadership. The next thing is going to be make a plan, then adjust the plan. I can't tell you how many times that we had to adjust our plan this year in 2023 because we would start the month off and say, this is the goal for the month. This is what we need to hit. And then halfway through the month, shit hit the fan and we would just have to adjust the plan. And so just know in life, when you have your eyes set on a goal, it is important for you to make a plan on how you're going to reach that goal, but do not be married to that plan. Things don't go according to plan. And so your ability to adjust your plan and make an audible is going to determine your ability to succeed. I remember hearing podcasts one time that was talking about doomsday preparers, right? People who are preparing for doomsday, people who are stockpiling guns and bullets, people who are stockpiling food and talking about the likelihood of survival of like normal day people like me, for example, I think about this often. I'm like, Hey, if the world went down, the world went to shit, I'm out. It's not a world I'm going to survive in. I'm very aware of that. But what was interesting was that they were saying that the people who are going to survive some colossal doomsday event are not the people who prepare the most, but the people who adjust quickly. Right. And so let's just take a normal person. For example, let's just take two normal families and doomsday happens. And one family rejects the current reality or the new reality. They want things to go back to the way they were. They're going to weigh things out. They are holding on to hoping things that are going to go back to the way the things were and take the other family where doomsday happen and they quickly adjust the new lifestyle. They are on top of it and they didn't do any preparation, but they're able to read the writing in the room, understand that the world has changed and they make, they adjusted the new world very, very quickly. Who do you think is going to survive, right? Both did the same level of preparation, which is none, but one of them was able to adjust their plan quickly and accept the new current reality. The other one held on to the old current reality and, you know, perished. So that's the uh, lesson here is make a plan, then adjust the plan. Next thing is going to be client results over growth. One thing that I kind of got overzealous with this year is growth, 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 growth. All the investments that I made, all the hires was purely focused on how can we grow the front end so our business can grow and keep up with our competitors. Where towards the end of the year, I realized that I had it all asked backwards. I should have been focused on client results over everything and allowed growth to happen organically. Because this is how I built my business initially. It was delivering the absolute best results to my clients. And you know, that's still the number one goal here. But we have really ramped it up over the last month, over the last couple months, we have fully stepped into our clients businesses, like to a level you couldn't even imagine, like we're in their accounts with them, we're telling them what to post, we're reviewing their sales calls with them. I don't know any other coaching program out there that provides 
that level of in-depth intimacy report, right? There's coaching programs that charge $50,000 per person to have them review your DM conversations. We offer that in the front end. I do that myself as a CEO. I will do that for our students in our entry-level program, which is PTBI. And so we are really focused on client results this year, just making sure that they get the best results possible to see success. And that's going to be our goal for 2024. We do not have revenue goals. Obviously, we want to grow. But my number one goal is making sure that we have the best results in the industry. And so that's the lesson that I learned in 2023 is that, you know, client results are far more important than the level of growth of your business. Because if you focus on client results, then your business will naturally grow. And lastly, don't sacrifice peace for the sake of growth. This also goes into an earlier lesson where I talked about don't bank on future earnings. It was not like I made decisions this year based on how well our business is projected to do. And the decisions that I made put me in a, in a very vulnerable position because if things didn't go right, it was like a gamble. If they didn't hit the way they needed to hit, then I put myself in a very compromisable position. And so what I'm going into 2024 is I'm not going to try to grow as fast as possible. I'm going to make sure that I can grow with peace right? Because for me, it's not worth waking up in the middle of the night, stressing out because of a situation I put myself in for the sake of growth. Whereas I can just grow in peace, take things a little bit slower and grow at my own pace and know that if I focus on improving the business month to month, then over the course of year, we're going to see massive, massive growth and changes. So those are the lessons that I have for you guys this year. Like I mentioned, these are lessons that I pulled, you know, from my own personal life, because I, I thought they would be valuable for you to see what's going behind the scenes of someone who, you know, has a multi seven figure business. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys are interested in joining PTBI, click the link down below and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next video. Peace.